If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight here on Spotify Live, as we do after every single Houston Rockets game, preseason, regular season, well, funny enough, postseason, we won't be seeing that for a while. Uh, Rockets lose once again tonight, 140 to one. 20 to the Sacramento Kings. Kings improved to 30 and 23 on the season. Rockets dropped to 13 and 41. Um, Rockets uh, breakdown, I guess. Jabari had 13, 5 of 15 from the field, 1 of 6 from the three point line. KJ Martin, 18 points tonight. Another really strong performance from him, 8 of 10 from the field. Eight rebounds, one assist. Alperen Shingun, 15 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Six of six from the free throw line, four of 10 from the field. Once again, he got worked by Sabonis. Eric Gordon, 16 points. He was a negative 15 while he was on the court tonight, eight assists. Jalen Green, 27 points, 10 of 21 from the field. 
He had a rather effective game. Usman Garuba, three points. Bruno Fernando, six points. Darius Days, congrats on his NBA debut. Uh, he had uh, a bucket. Tari Eason, 18 minutes, had four points tonight. Why is he only playing 18 minutes? There's another genius decision by Silas. Jayshon Tate, nine points tonight, 21 minutes. Josh Christopher, five points. And Ty Ty Washington, coming off of a game where he had 20 points, he played two minutes tonight. And Rockets fans, I ask all of you, what the fuck are we doing? I'm serious. Like, what in God's name are we doing? What what are we doing here? I haven't had one of these shows in a while. And this is going to be really therapeutic for me. And if you guys want to come up on stage, you guys know where the request to speak button is. It's my favorite thing, right? So many people, again, I'll point this out because I've done this in the past. When tweets come out during the middle of the games, that's me. 99.9% of the time, that is not Jeremy. And I say things like, no one cares about stats because they don't. Newsflash, no one cares about stats at this point except fanboys and fangirls on Twitter who want to send out tweets like, the Rockets shouldn't want Kevin Durant. You stupid. In all honesty, are you stupid? You're going to tell me any right-minded Rockets fan, if I told you right now you had a chance at Kevin Durant, would you take it? Because I will tell you to your face, literally, and I'll get, I'll get to you in a minute. I got to get some of these thoughts out before I forget them. If you tell me you would not bring Kevin Durant to Houston Right now, I will call that take, not you, that take stupid, moronic, and idiotic. Because it is. It it just is. If you have a chance at a Kevin Durant, I don't care if he's 39. You bring him to Houston. You're going to tell me that he's not going to bring other dudes here? Yeah, you know, to those Twitter accounts that want to say, yeah, he's having a really bad year this year. Yeah, he's only played in 39 games. He's averaging 29.7 points, 6.7 rebounds a game, five and a half rebounds. Or excuse me, 6.7 rebounds, five and a half assists, a steal and nearly two blocks a game. Yeah, why would you want that on this team? This is so stupid. Like, again, we're, we're at the same spot. We're continuing to do and say the same things because this stupid front office of the Rockets, because that's what they are. Bad GM, bad owner, bad head coach. You have the worst head coach in the league. Give me a guy who's a worse head coach in the league than Steven Silas. I can give you until the cows come home to give me a guy who is worse. He's the worst head coach in the league. He sucks. He's bad at his job. He needs to be fired. I wish him nothing but the best, but there's the door. Goodbye. I wouldn't even let him come out of halftime. That's how bad he is at his job. 
Same thing with the owner and the GM. You leave us sputtering. When I say us, I'm not like, I'm not a part of the team. You guys know me well enough by now. I don't fit in with the, the media of today. I hate this team right now. I don't fit in with those guys looking at this team saying, oh, well, let's, let's lose. You know, let's lose some more games. Let's get a better draft pick. You know what? Bite me. Bite me. If I was the Dallas, Ma- look, the Dallas Mavericks picking up Kyrie Irving, the anti-Semite Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I call him that because he is. He's an anti-Semite. He wasn't apologetic for what happened. He apologized so he can come back and play basketball and make millions of dollars. He believed what he said before. The Dallas Mavericks, Jewish-owned Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, part of the Jewish tribe, trades for a guy like Kyrie Irving. In my opinion, it's a bad look. But I give him credit because it's a ballsy move. A ballsy move? What are the Rockets? Where's your ballsy move, Rockets? Signing uh, Daniel Tice to $32 million and then trading him halfway through the season because your dumbass head coach doesn't know how to use Daniel Tice and he kept wanting to put him out on the perimeter? You mean like that, that type of ballsy move? What's your other ballsy move, Rockets? You hang on to fat Eric Gordon and not trade him when you should have because you want him to, to mentor the young guys on this team? You mean that ballsy move, Rockets? You're talking about the ballsy move where you're going to play through Shingoon. Yeah, that's really working out for the Rockets, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And again, whatever he scores offensively, he gives up defensively. He's a liability defensively. Prominent NBA uh, Twitter account based out of here in Houston. Had a back and forth with him a couple weeks ago. Doesn't matter if his defense sucks. You got to play him. Well, I agree with playing him, but this is what happens. He's not good defensively. Gee, Rockets, why would I want – why would you want Donatus Sabonis last year at the deadline? He's only an all-star, had 17, 10, and 7 tonight. Hmm, why would we want him? Hmm, if I'm the Rockets, why would I want Miles Turner? Oh, I don't know, a big who can actually play like a big and not like a bunch of soft pussy cats that this team has right now. It's what they play like. They play with no heart. They play with no balls. They have no balls on this team. Sorry, pun intended. This team sucks. This owner sucks. This head coach sucks. GM sucks. Got a good friend of the show, Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? Oh, hey, Mike. Um, it's probably my my twelfth or thirteenth straight game that I haven't watched. So, uh, actually, you know what? I put it on for maybe five minutes and then I turn it off. So, um, I'm trying not to watch because I'm still trying to keep up with, with what I said. Um, but I think the reason why I'm watching now is because I'm trying to get the last moments of Eric Gordon as a rocket. Because um, I know he shouldn't be there, but it, it's just been appreciative. I'm sure I appreciate the things that he's done for this team in the time he's been there, but um, you're right, dude. With the Kevin Durant thing, though, um, yeah, if uh, I think if, if Houston lands uh, Victor and everything goes like we had planned, 
I think Harden would come back, and then I think we can get KD there too. Because I think a Harden and KD reunion in Houston would be something special, right? He's 34 years old. I mean, he's averaging, I just read his stats. And yet there's multiple people that don't want him. I mean, and if you're in the room tonight, we have a nice size room here on Spotify Live. You guys know the drill. You want to come up and talk Rockets? Give me your take. Would you take Kevin Durant on this team? Would you empty out the treasure chest for a 34-year-old Kevin Durant? Because I sure as hell would. Because what's the alternative? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what I won't give up. I would give up anything outside of their draft pick this year. I wouldn't give that up. Because they do at this point, they do have a legitimate shot at number one. They have as good a shot at anybody. But if you're asking me outside of number their pick this year, what are you holding on to? Honest question. What do you want to hold on to? If it costs you five number one picks, KJ, KPJ. At this point, at this, I, mean, I don't you, think any, that any at, at this point, uh, the players that are untouchable were, would be Jalen Green and Jabari. Everybody else, you, you would have to include in a trade if you wanted to take this team. And I'd include, I would include Jabari. I'd include would? Jabari in it. Oh, 100%. And a deal for Kevin Durant? Yes. Because, wow. Because here's the thing. Yeah, and Adam says Jabari's not untouchable. Look. I don't think people on Twitter – and here's the, here's the big thing, right? And, and this is where – love Jeremy. He and I differ so much on this perspective. When you have a chance to get a guy like a Kevin Durant, you do it. I don't care. He's not 40. If you can get a legit four or five years out of Kevin Durant, Hires a rocket. And by the way, people forget he went to the University of Texas in Austin, which is three hours from Houston. No, no. You, you, do, you do that deal. Mike, and he's under can, contract? 100%. I do that every day of the week. Can it Victor Wemben, I can't say his last name, Victor W., can that and a KD work at the same time? Yes. Are you kidding me? Especially, look, you hold on to Shingoon. You give up Jabari, you have a starting front court of Durant, Wenbanyama, and Shangoon. Uh, uh, hello. I mean, and yes, you know what? If, 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 if Harden wants to come back and join that team after potentially winning a title in Philadelphia, I'd welcome him back with open arms. But my, that's, that's now, my problem, is this sense of, well, it doesn't fit the timeline. Your timeline for lack of a better term, excuse my language, is crap. Not you, Ryan. I'm talking about everybody who says that Durant doesn't fit the timeline. It's an artificial timeline that you are making up as you go as a sports fan. You know what I want to live in? Reality. These people don't live in reality. They, they just don't. Okay, but the question is now is if we get that squad going, who's going to be coaching that team? Because I assure you... Oh, I, I got I got a name for you, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Um, what about Sam Cassell? What about uh, oh my gosh, he was the old head coach for for uh, Utah. Uh, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. 
I really don't want the bad guy from Spider-Man to coach our team, but I don't want, I, I, I'm not a Quinn Snyder guy. Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder does nothing for me. Mark Jackson is my ultimate hire outside of Kelvin Sampson after he leads the University of Houston to a natty this year. But I don't see that happening. I don't think he's leaving. Um, but, Ryan, any final thoughts before I get to our next speaker? Um, um, yeah, dude, it, there's a lot of – I mean, there's a lot of rumors going on about this whole Harden and Durant thing coming into here. And I really – I hope it I hope it does uh, go through because I know there's talks of Durant going to the Celtics, but – um, if not, then, you know, we're just going to keep going up day by day and uh, <laughs> just hope that uh, Stone is... Oh, and actually, um, I, 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 will there be a special before uh, trade deadline with you guys, or what's the plan for trade deadline day? Yeah, so, yeah, so the, the plan for Jeremy and I is to go live on Thursday. I'm working 9 to 5 Thursday, but we'll find some time on Thursday to go live for the deadline. Sounds good to me, man. Thank Always, my brother. Always good to have you. Hey, look, our dumbass head coach has a quote before we get to our next two speakers tonight. Silas furious with the defensive effort, according to Jonathan Fagan. That's not right. Are we going to go out to play the game, or are we going to go out to win the game? They're not giving the effort on the defensive end. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. It's because they hate you, Silas. As we go to my brother from another mother, Jim, I know what's coming. Um Jim, what's going down, brother? You know it's criminal indictment time. But- oh, you're not, you're not even going to warm into it. Not a happy early Valentine's Day. You're just going to go straight into it. I like it. Okay. No, sir. Um, you know, I mean, yes. Yeah. He, he talking about lack of effort. I, I oh. see lack of effort in his coaching. So there you go. Mm. You know what? Attitude reflects leadership. Captain. Oh, what is that from? Uh, uh, remember the Titans. That's it. Um, That's it. Yep. You got a job. So, You're doing your job. Why don't you tell? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So you know what? I mean, he's 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 dead man walking anyway. So here's my question for you. I posed this to Jeremy the other night. Trade deadline coming up. If you could pick, if you could pick up two veterans, what two veterans would you want to pick up? Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. <laughs> I don't think that would help right now. Uh, I mean, realistically, I don't know, man. Look, Durant, Durant's a pipe dream. If Stone had the, the nad to do it, I mean, see, but it doesn't make sense for them to do it right now, though. Brooklyn four games out of first in the East, so they're not blowing it up. I, I'll tell you what, I saw a rumor today that they're going after yeah. Siakam in Toronto. See, that's a, that's a much better move for Brooklyn than dealing with us. Um, I, I do wonder – I wonder if DeAndre yep. Ayton could be had in Phoenix. That'd you know, like that, that yeah. type of move for the Rockets because they, they need a rim defender. You know, they just don't have that. And, Jim, like, hopefully you and I can meet out one of these days at a Rockets watch party and I can buy you a beer and we can sit down and, and talk Rockets. I'm looking at the timeline right now, right, of all these fanboys and fangirls. Look how good Silas – or look how good Shangoon looked tonight. Oh, he made, he had the, this behind-the-back pass, and it was, it was spectacular. I ain't, I ain't giving out kudos to anybody when you lose by 20 on your home court to Sacramento and drop to 13-41 and 41 on the season. Miss me with that. Yep. Clowns. 100%. Bunch of clowns. 100%. 
I will tell you if they're, I don't need, they're not two veterans I could see us uh, that would make me happy. I think there is one that would make me happy that's realistic. Pat Beverly. Ooh. Yeah. And, love, and there's love Mason Todd Beverly, man. Exactly. Because you, you saw the video of him, what he did during the huge fight when he went and got the camera. <laughs> I think it was the game at Boston. Yeah, it was at Boston. You saw what he did? Okay, so you saw the fight, no, the, the foul on LeBron. The, the foul hurt around the world because it's really going to make a difference because the Lakers still suck and, you know, they ended up losing in overtime regardless. LeBron got fouled on the hand. And the ref missed it. Beverly went into the crowd, got somebody's camera who got a picture of the foul and showed it to the ref. And then they threw it. I was like, that's the greatest Pat Beverly like <laughs> story I have ever heard in my life. It's so great. And that's so that's so typical him. But imagine I love that. could you imagine him and Tari on the court at the same time? That's oh, infectious. That's infectious. And and you throw yeah. Usman over the top of that. I mean that that would do something. I mean, look, is it going to make them some magically better team? No, but you're at a point where you're trying to build culture and foundation. He he's a culture setter. Yes, Gordon's so. not a culture setter. No, no, no. Go fat Eric no. Gordon, and that's what he is to me. Sorry, I I don't mean that negatively. It's more of his weight on the team is what I'm referencing when I say that. I'm not talking about his physical appearance. Okay, I'm talking about the weight that he has on this roster. What did he play tonight, Jim? He played – how many minutes did he play? He played 31 minutes tonight. And what, Ty Ty Washington just had the game of his life where he scored a career-high 20 points, and you play him two minutes tonight? Are you stupid, Silas? Are you stupid? And then you get heated exactly. after the game. Like it, like, it matters. Like, your guys don't care. He's that you – know you know what Silas is? He's that teacher in school – that thinks that he or she is more effective in class. They're afraid to address the classroom in a harsh way because they're afraid of what the, the, you know, the people in the room are going to say about them. But then they'll send out an email with underlined words and bolded words and highlighted words. Everybody has left the room because this is now a pattern where he wusses out until after the game to show some Multiple times he's and, done that. And yeah, I mean, I tell you what, if they if they sent him on his way at the trade deadline, I mean, I mean at the at the All Star break, I think John Lucas, just, 100%. Uh, I mean, he would change everything because the intensity he brings is so good. Now, do I think he could do it full time? No, he, it, 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 it's just the rest of the year. Rest of the year, though. Yeah, rest of the year, though. He would set the culture. Could you imagine him and Pat Beverly? Come on, man. Because Pat Beverly would be a coach on, on the floor for you. And well, that in the he always does he always does it the right way. Beverly's just a dog. I mean, that's that's literally the best way to describe him. Is he gives it all, man. He's a pit bull. This team needs a pit bull. They got a bunch of cocker spaniels out there running around with like a bunch of chickens with their heads. Even worse, even worse. It's like Pomeranians, just loud. That's it. That's it. A bunch of lazy basset hounds is what they are. I didn't think I would be comparing, you know, the, the team to you know, half a, you know, a, a, 
an open shelter tonight, but it is what it is. And I'm doing the show, and I'm looking at these videos of Silas just well, getting up. He's pissed off. So are we, Coach. You've had the worst record in the league the last two and a half years. Your fan base is tired of it. We don't go to the games. We don't buy your crappy memorabilia. I'd rather, literally, I'd rather spend my money on paint at Home Depot and paint my walls at home than spend my money on Rockets memorabilia. You know how sad that is? I ain't giving, I'm not giving Tillman not a, shit. Not a penny. <laughs> Nothing. Nah. Uh, here's the final thing I'll say tonight. If And then, Adam, we'll get to you, brother. If Nick Nurse or Quinn Snyder is available, I could get, I could get with either one of those. I like Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse has a little fire to him. I like Nick Nurse. They're not going to fire Nick Nurse. They shouldn't. They'd be stupid if they did. Well, you will know a lot if they trade. Because, you know, the other thing that's been floated out there is that Van Vliet may be on the move. If they give up on – if they trade Van Vliet and or Siakam, then that means – This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. They're scrapping it all and nurse is done. Right, because if, and, and if you're Nick Nurse, why would you stay? Because <laughs> you don't have... Yeah, I would sell the farm for Pascal Siakam, too. I wouldn't do it for Van Fleet. And, and Jacob makes a point that they're waiting to fire Silas because they know Lucas would win too many games to drop us out of the top three. And that's what so pisses me off, Jim, about this team, is that's what they're doing at this point. They're trying to lose on purpose. Then why are you even playing these games? Why are you subjecting us? And people will say, well, Mike, you don't have to watch the game. Said it before I say it again. I get, we get a penny a day that gets split between Jeremy and I 
which is why we're so thankful for the people that continue to listen to the show, like yourself and the people who download the show every day. We get paid, literally, we split a penny per download. I, and I tell people all the time, do not watch this team unless you have to or for some reason you want to. They don't deserve it. They just don't, you know? And I'm surprised, you know, they're doing Undertaker Night. They're doing Fruit Loop, uh, Chili Cheese Dogs. I don't know if they still do that, you know, at the games. That's what bad teams and bad organizations do is cheap cash grabs because the product that they're putting on the court is not good enough to win games. Uh, yeah, you know what it becomes? Jackie Moon, my brother. Ooh. It becomes semi Oh, God, the worst movie ever made. Jim, it's always a pleasure. You got it, man. Let's go a good friend of the show, Adam. Adam, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm doing all right tonight. How are you doing tonight? I feel bad I did the other night. I was under the weather the other night, but I'm fired up to be here tonight, though. What you got? You know, I, I don't – I can't fire into myself to get angry at Silas. Silas, to me, I mean, he's, he's, he's role-playing as a coach. He's not a coach anymore. And, and to me, it's, it's, it's almost like – you can't get mad at a five-year-old for, you know, breaking a lamp or whatever. You know, it's like, I, I, I don't get mad at him anymore. An and he's analogy. just, you know, he's just terrible. We know he's terrible. It's, but it's like, yeah, I, I got no more emotion for that, for that dude. And, you know, and, and yeah, he's, he's caused playing some anger and frustration. You know, it's too late for that. It's too late for that to even matter if he does feel that. I mean, I hope, I hope that, he's gone at the end of the year. There's no way they fire him before the end of the year. I've never felt, you know, that they would fire him mid season. It just was never going to happen, but I hope at least with all the bad decisions, the, you know, rockets are still resolute in getting rid of him at the end of the year. But, um, but, we, but we'll see. And, and, you know, a new coach, I don't even really care who the new coach is because whoever, you know, there's so many qualified people out there. They would, they would be three, a 300, percent upgrade over whatever we've gotten this year the only thing i wouldn't want is to like give a coach like a five-year contract i'd like to give a coach a a, you know a coach that's you know a a coach a two-year contract because i think the rockets they have talent they got you know if they don't mess up you're not going to get anybody good though you're not going to get anybody good if you do a two-year deal you know that i i think you could i mean who who do you okay who do you want on a two-year deal is my question any number of players, yeah, like any number of people. If you if you wanted to give Sam Cassell an opportunity, yeah, like I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to be tied in to like a a situation where you're giving a guy a four year deal, and it's just like you know, for whatever reason. Well, you, you can just, fire. You can fire him. You, you yeah, can you fire, can fire him, him, and then yeah, but like the Rockets, Fertitta is is cheap. You know, like if he's got if somebody's got three years left oh. on their contract, he's not going to pay out fifteen billion. You know, he's not. He's not gonna, but you just he just paid John Wall forty two million dollars literally to not play basketball. I don't know. So they're, they're not consistent in their kind of no. on the stuff. The the other thing that was kind of that I've been thinking, and I, I've been hesitant to be critical of Jabari Smith, but to me, I, I think I mean I think whatever deal that they're that they're pondering or possible. I mean, I, I think he's involved in it at the I'll I'll, like for me, I'll like the only reason you you give Jabari Smith twice the minutes that Tari Eason gets is just that you're just trying to really build up Jabari Smith's value and let the rest of the league feel like he was worthy of that third overall pick. Because if you give, if I just watched this season, if I thought, if you give Tari Eason 30 minutes a game, 
his production would would outpace Jabari Smith. You know, no doubt, no doubt whatsoever. And if I and if I, I see, but you can't do that though. You can't do that to a rookie in his first year with the worst head coach in the league. That's, no, that's, that's why I don't want to be critical of him. But I, I, I just, we, we got to compare, but like it's hard to compare. But like these two guys are both in the same dysfunctional situation, and Tari's just a better player. He's just he just is. And for however decent we want to say that Jabari Smith is on defense, Tar Eason is a better defensive player. It's not you know, with with the two extra inches that the Jabari Smith has. It's not like he's Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, swatting away shots on the weak side. He's not that type of defender. You know, he, he slides, but he also doesn't have a rim protector though. Like that's the thing that that's that's what he's in such a bad situation right now. It's literally wrong to say, in my opinion, and I could be wrong. To want to trade him, he's the third overall pick in the draft, and you have no, less than you, fifty-five. You, I don't want to trade him, but I, I'm, I'm thinking if, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a generational talent, if you're getting KD or somebody like that, and you have to give up a player, I'm giving up Jabari. I'm giving up Jabari over Jalen Green, oh. over Tari Eason, over over Shingun. That's just what it is. Like if, if but if you're not if you're not getting like that type of talent, of course you 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 develop them. You you change the coaching staff. You hopefully change the culture. Like the the reason I really like Tari and 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 KJ Martin on this team especially is that regardless of like the culture or lack of culture, the bad coaching, the dysfunctional just environment overall, they they move past it. They overcome that stuff. I was kind of you know I, I went back and I watched some of the Auburn games and kind of the narrative that happened you know his his last year with Auburn and just he he came up short a lot in huge games especially in the tournament it's just I don't know if he's like a he he hasn't been performing well under pressure like a game in point is tonight or like even the two Sacramento games he's going up against the Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray brings it against Keegan Murray hasn't been great this year, but he brings it against against Jabari Smith and outplays him. And like that fire, like I don't know. That's just me. Maybe. Well, you, but it's, you're also you're also comparing a roster, two different rosters, in my opinion. That it's unfair to compare. You know, like you look at a guy like Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray has De'Aaron Fox, and he's got Buddy Heald, and he's got Sabonis. Like he has talent. What does Jabari have? Jabari doesn't have a point guard. He doesn't have a good head coach. I don't like Mike Brown as their head coach. Great name, phenomenal name, but he, he's not a. Would you agree? Mike Brown's not a great head coach, but it's okay. He's fine. He's 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 pretty good. He's he's a he's a he's a he's a better defensive coach for uh, sure. Yeah, but like, but I mean, you, you look at their performance this year. You got to give them some credit. But yeah, he's not great. He's like, not like you know. But you have Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox. They have Kevin Herter, who scored 16 points tonight, who I love Kevin Herter. I mean, straight-up shooter. He's basically a better version of Garrison Matthews. No, not because both guys are white, because he plays like Garrison Matthews, which he's just a pure shooter. They have Trey Lyles coming off the bench. This Metu kid, I love. Every time I watch this kid play, I love his size. Um they have uh, – who else? You've got uh, Davion Mitchell, who they drafted from Baylor. You have Malik Monk. Like, you have talent. The Rockets yeah. – Terrence Davis. They, it just goes on and on. A, yeah, I mean, a lot a of nice The Rockets – I'm not necessarily comparing kind of their situation. I'm, I'm comparing – like, I've seen about seven, eight Kings games this year. And every time that Keegan Murray gets an open three, 
I feel like he's going to make it. And he usually does. Like, I just, I brought it up a little while ago. It's like when you're coming out of college or you go going into the league, you got, you got something you're known for. Jabari, you know, um, Jalen Green's known for his athleticism. His athleticism is there every night, whether he's, whether he's hitting shots or not. You know, you, mm-hmm. you look at Tari Eason, you know, he was known for his just like, just tenacity out there and just, you know, you know, working hard on, you know, getting offensive boards and all. Like he, he always brings that energy. Jabari Smith is a shooter and he doesn't shoot the ball well. And, um, you know, we, we talk about his defense and we talk about his length, you know, like, at some point when we're so far in the season, we keep talking about his measurables in terms of how tall he is and his wingspan. Like, I don't want to focus on that stuff. I want to be able to focus on skills and just, I hope it develops. I'm not, I'm not out on him or anything. I'm just, if I compare, I'm not comparing him against other players in the, in the league, but if I compare him against rocket, other rockets players and then their development and how they're able to overcome some of just the, the terrible environment that no doubt there is, they do a much better job than what he does out there from what I see. Well, you're also coming back. I mean, tonight, tonight's not a great example. Tari Eason had four points tonight. He had five rebounds. He got 18 minutes. Would, would, would he, would, if, he got, if he got Jabari's 30 minutes, would, would, would he be better with those 30 minutes? I feel like every night. Well, potentially, but you're also talking about the majority of the minutes that he plays, he goes up against the other team's second unit as well. So there's a huge learning curve that Tari would have to go through. Do I think that he would – conquer that curve probably if, if i had to bet some money on it yeah but i think that both of those guys are a part of your long-term plan. definitely K- yeah. kj too now if you ask me if i had to pick two of the three to keep long term kj jabari and tari did i get that right yeah kj Jabari and Tari. I would bet on t- Jabari and Tari, and I would trade KJ as much as I wouldn't want to trade KJ. If I had to bet on two of those guys, I would bet on Tari and Jabari because I think I think KJ could be replaced with what he gives you on the court. In all honesty, what would you do if you had to, if you had to only keep two of the three? Who would you keep? I mean, with, with KJ, like I, I still don't feel like they've given given him a fair shake. But like he he shows up more often than he doesn't, and I mean he's had a great attitude this year. I mean, if I'm keeping and, and I would include Jay Sean Tate in that mix, I, I would uh I I'd keep I'd keep uh Tari and Tari and KJ, you know, and and you know, and move Tate Tate and Jabari, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That. See, that's tough. And that's what and that's what Jeremy has talked about before, about he just wants to accumulate talent and accumulate talent. There's nothing wrong with that, but then you have these types of conversations of now you've just accumulated talent. You haven't built a roster. This roster, they're known as the island of misfit toys because that's what they are. They don't fit well together. They don't have a captain. They don't fit. They don't play well together. So l- let me pose it to you this way. Like when you listen around the league, whether it's just podcasts, people from other organizations, who do they rave about? From Shingun, definitely. I've, I also hear Tari. You know, even when he was getting limited playing time, they would rave about Tari. They, you know, like why, why has KJ Martin always been in so many of these, you know, trade talks that Phoenix wants him and all these other teams want, want him? Because they see that he has a skill set, you know, athleticism, you know, to be able to play the three and the four, play up to the four, 
multiple positions. He's, he's, he's improved his three point shooting this re, this year is 35% from three. I think it just, there's something about, you know, getting out of our little bubble of, of us as Rockets fans and how the rest of the league kind of sees these players. And people don't, people don't, people see, don't, see, don't agree though. about Jabari. You know, they just don't. But I, see, but I think that they're, they're casual fans though. They're not watching every game like we do. I think it's important to take their opinion into account, but they're not watching every single game like we are. The, the numbers don't lie. Shengun, nice player. The more you play through him offensively, the more exposed defensively he gets. And the, the, you, know, you know this, Adam, how do you mask his problems defensively? What do you need to help mask his deficiencies? It'd be nice to have a, a front court that doesn't just let, you know, penetration come, you know, come down the lane as easily as they do and a backup and, and, a, and a five out there that can wipe away some of his mistakes, you know? A defensive, a defensive anchor. That's what, they're, that's what this team is missing. So all of a sudden, you can allow Shangun to be bad defensively and just go cook offensively when you have some guys that can have his back. Jabari's not the right guy because he's not big enough. That's the other problem is you're asking a rookie to go out there most nights, cover the other team's best player. You know how difficult that is to do? I mean, he's a kid. He's not even 21 years old. Is he? How old is he? I think he's 20. Yeah, I want to say he's, 20, he's 19 years old. He was born May. He doesn't turn 20 years old until May 13th. If he has a bad game, he legally can't go out and go get a beer. And yet you want to ask this kid to go cover, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant and Giannis and all these different types of guys because nobody else can do that. The Rockets aren't asking Tari Eason to do that. When they bring him in off of the bench, more times than not, he's covering, if you're playing Milwaukee, he's being asked to cover guys like Pat Connaughton. That's the difference between the two. I give, I give Jabari all the credit in the world. This kid competes, and he doesn't get a lot of credit, and he gets no backup from the, from the fan base. I'm not saying you, Adam, obviously. I'm saying overall, not enough people give the kid credit. Half the credit for this team at this point with how bad they're playing is showing you know, that, that's not an understatement. I mean, they show up for work. KPJ has quit on this team. You can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, he's got a toe issue, yada, 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 whatever. I don't believe that for five seconds. KPJ, man. I, I think he's quit I mean, on this team. He hasn't even started basketball yeah. activities. Yeah, he's got a toe problem. He's got a hurt toe. Okay. KPJ, tape it up and go to tape it up and go to war with your boys, or sit out like a little. You know what? I won't say it, but you know what I'm thinking. I mean, this KPJ. I don't. I don't want to think this of him, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he's just happy he's getting 16 million next year and he's just thinking about how he's going to spend it. Man, it's just maybe that's just what it is. You know? Yeah. Like Sean says, KPJ is being shut down, and again, and we'll wrap the show up here in a few. This is what happens, Adam, and refute this if you want. When you have a bad owner, a bad GM, and a bad head coach, and no good assistant coaches either. The Rockets, don't forget, hired Lionel Hollins to coach the defense. They've given up 293 points the last two games. You know how hard that is to do? You could throw five blind nuns out there to play better defense than what the Rockets have done the last two games. 
I mean, it's, it's the whole, the whole system is just like, it's, it's just rotting. Like Lionel Hollins, he's, he was always just, he's just happy to have a, a job, just some place to be on a day-to-day basis. Like there's like, he's not, you know, like this doesn't bother him. He's just, he just, you know, he, he just likes being part of the NBA still, you know? And, and, and if you talk about the former kind of uh, Vipers coach, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's deep on the bench, you know, like we can't really even really assess whether he's good or bad. Like, I mean, he's, it's not like his decision making is kind of filtering its way into the game necessarily. Like, I mean, they they got to kowtow to what Silas wants to do. Yeah, and Stephen Silas is the epitome of what I hate about 2023, which is fake outrage. That's all this is. It's fake outrage by him. It's whining and complaining about something that you can do something about. You can go fix it. I, I don't get it. Everybody that is listening to this show tonight, tomorrow, beyond. If you suck at your job, more likely than not, you are going to be let go. Correct, Adam? I don't know what you do for work, but if you literally suck at your job, let's say you do a terrible job at your job, and then what you do is you give a press conference when you get home, and you say, oh, my God, I can't believe my coworkers didn't do this. My coworkers didn't do that. I'm pissed off. I'm angry. Okay, talk to your coworkers. Have a meaningful dialogue with your coworkers. Fix your j- damn job, man. And this is now two and a half years of what of this is going on. Of you sucking royal ass at your job. I mean, if, if you want to use some millennial language, he's he's Ooh. he's gaslighting us. You know, he's basically being like, you know, like he's basically been a cadaver for two and a half years, and now he's basically wanting to. Institute, institute some kind of separation strategy where once he gets fired, he's going to be like, these guys were terrible. They never, they never lessened never, to me. Never I wasn't work. part of the problem. You guys have no idea what I was going through. You know, he's going to basically turn, you know, do a John Wall, <laughs> the way John Wall did on the rocks. Like he's part of this, this problem, but he's going to, he's trying to separate himself from all these problems. He's, he's directly involved in this decision-making. He's key and, and kind of top of the list of why we are as bad as we are, have been. Jalen Green, everybody should be angry. Silas's message was we got to play harder. That's the second game we've given up that many points, even more. He was just saying we got to play harder. Can't come out like that. We got to have some type of pride for ourselves. Good for him. Good for him. Stand up for yourself, JG. Show some damn pride, man. I'm tired of this, yeah, man. I'm tired right. of losing. I'm tired of doing these damn shows. Love y'all. Y'all are my people. Y'all are my people at this point. But I'm tired of doing loser podcast. I- I'm, I'm I'm tired of how you know, oh. we get down like four minutes of garbage time. They're down by twenty, and they start hitting shots. You know, they start you know, and they you know they they do their kind of demonstrations about how how you know how good I am and all. So you're, you're down by twenty. You know, you should have brought that energy when it was when it was close. You know, it's so like I just hate all this stuff. You know, and then they send out the Rockets have the audacity to send out a tweet, the vet with a solid night, exclamation point, with a picture of Eric Gordon, 16 points in 85 of seven. I have, you know what? Oh, God, don't send it, Mike. Send it. Hey, Rockets, how about you send out a, a nice post when you win a damn game? Adam, it's a pleasure as always. You too, brother. This has been another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. The number one podcast for SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Twitter, follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. 
Follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, the organization with the worst head coach in the league, the Houston Rockets, lose to the Sacramento Kings 140 to 120 to drop their record on the season to an abysmal and league worst 13 and 41. We will talk to you guys on Wednesday night when we play the Sacramento Kings once again from inside of Toyota Center. I'm Mike Brown, and we'll talk to you later. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.